For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. This is a video uh, that uh, I gave this prophecy um, back then, as you can see documented right here, um, January the 31st, 2011. Um, on our Theodore and Michelle channel. Uh, this is when I gave a prophecy, and the prophecy is called uh, a prophetic warning to the church. Uh, you can see it's a prophetic warning to the church, 2011 to 2012, part two. You can go back and listen to this prophecy, uh, but in this prophecy of uh, prophetic warning to the church, 2011 to 2012, part two, um, and you can see the documentation right here. It was uh, posted uh, on the channel on uh, January the 31st, 2011. Um, if you go back to this prophecy, uh, you see that the Lord Jehovah, uh, Jehovah God, uh, through his glorious Son, uh, and by the words of the mighty and precious Holy Spirit, he spoke to me uh, concerning the passing away of a great preacher uh, from America. Um, many, many people think, uh, uh, and, and many people believe, uh, I also believe, uh, there's many great men of God in this nation, uh, but there's few of them uh, who have uh, a lot of great impact all over the nation. And when the Lord gave me a prophecy that one of the great preachers was going to pass away from America, and I give this prophecy, um, here on this video, this prophecy was about the passing away of uh, prophet of the Lord, 
Brother David Wilson, uh, a mighty man of God, um, a man of God that had a voice uh, that shook uh, the dead bones and provoked them to live again. And I give this prophecy that one of the great uh, medal of America, respected all over the world, uh, was going to pass away into the hands of Jesus. And if passing away was going to open a door to God's beginning uh, in the really church, this nation. And so, listen to this prophecy. Probably was given here uh, about the passing away of David uh, Walker. I'm going to play the video and I'll be right back on you. Uh-huh. 
Hospital in Jacksonville. Now, the bridge was damaged. The pastor for the uh, Chinese Square Church in New York, many of you probably have joined his, his newsletter, says, I just, he was filled with white families badly. It was a head-on collision yesterday in East Texas. And today, Christians remember the powerful legacy of this ministry. Better shall this one. Stephen Wilkerson inspired Christians around the world with his passion for saving lost souls. In 1958, he built that home in New York City to minister to gang members and drug addicts. He told an encounter with the Victoria gang leader Nikki Cruz in the best-selling book The Cross and Switchblade. Later became a movie starring Pat Boone.
for one great man of God lost, God's going to raise some great uh, prophets uh, in this nation and in the nations of the world uh, to continue to declare the word of God boldly without fear. Uh, I believe uh, David uh, showed an example of what God's calling us. Uh, that is very, very true. Calling us to holiness and the lifestyle of holiness. Uh, you know, the remnant, the remnant church that's remaining, uh, you know, must rise up and speak for God. Uh, not just speak, but speak as men consumed uh, with the passion of God. Speak as men, uh, you know, endured by the power of God. Preach as men uh, that have been uh, taken over by the Spirit of God. Uh, I believe there's going to be great judgment, and God's going to honor uh, the prophecies of his prophets. Uh, he will not let any word uh, that his prophets have spoken fall to the ground. Uh, but as those words fall to, don't fall to the ground, and God fulfills uh, the prophecies um, and, and brings the judgment, uh, may we remember in the midst of the judgment um, the heart cry uh, of these prophets of God. Uh, the, the nation must turn to God in repentance and in sincere, genuine repentance and holiness. That is the only hope for America. America has no hope but in repentance and complete returning uh, to repentance and holiness. Uh, when the churches will cease uh, from propagating the false, polluted, diluted uh, gospel, uh, you know, that is, that is dead and void of power. When the church will cease from preaching uh, dead doctrines of men uh, that have nothing uh, to do with the cross of Jesus. Uh, then we will see the revival come. Until that time, uh, there, there is no, you can cry all you want and pray all you can. Uh, revival is never going to take place until we know and, uh, you know, appropriate uh, the blood of Jesus and the cross. Um, as this prophecy has come to pass, uh, let us watch out as God begins to unfold his, his, his prophecies uh, and bringing judgment upon this nation and calling the church and his people back to the place of sobriety, back to the place of purity and chastity and holiness and righteousness uh, that we may uh, you know, honor the words of God and bless his name. Uh, may we uh, prepare ourselves for some pure spotless quiet uh, for Jesus' return. <laughs>
Well, our internet stopped working on us again here this morning, but it's okay. You all give me a uh, give me a minute, and I will be back here uh, with a word from the Most High concerning the time that we're living in, concerning this word that He. We're uh, gonna say like. I'll be right back. Hallelujah. Thank <laughs> you. 
this word that he has given us. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you this morning. We're so glad to be here again. Uh, another opportunity in his word. Try to see how to make this other telephone work. You all bad with me. I'm trying to I'm on this morning. I want the whole wide world to hear the rich word of God. I know that the message that I speak, I teach, is not popular. But I'm not looking for popularity. I'm not looking for people to uh, run behind the things that the word is true. They didn't run behind it then in the biblical time. And I'm telling you this morning, you're not going to run behind it now. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to go straight into the word. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, again, we come before your throne of grace because we need you this morning, Father. You brought us from a mighty long ways. You proved your love and you've done everything that you could do for us. Show us a way. And we thank you for the way that's been shown to us this morning. We ask you, Father, that you would give us patience, give us a chance, opportunity to hear that great, unfollowable word that we may be able, Lord, to repent and come to thee. Father, we believe in you this morning. You are the great I am, the most high, the most high, higher than all, Yah, our creator and sustainer. Life this morning. We thank you this morning, Father, for a portion of our health and strength. We know that we're nothing without you. We're asking, Father, that you on our steps this morning as we go forth to bring forth the word of truth. We ask, Father, Lord, that you would speak through this gospel this morning that we may get an understanding of our problem and our situation that we have got myself into this morning. We ask you this morning, Father, to have thine own way. And if you would have your way this morning, we would give all that we have to do thy good and faithful will and be our servant and the most high Yah, and God bless your son, Yahshua. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. We're praising him this morning. I decided we don't need no music. We don't need no entertainment. We don't need anything but the word. Seeing the time that we're living in, excuse me, time that we're living in, nothing can do anything for us but the word. So we're standing in the word this morning. Hallelujah. I won't be before you long. So many things has come up that I should do and I need to do and I have to do, make phone calls and, you know, get my daughter, dental appointments, doctor appointments, and all these things that we do in the natural. So you all, bear with me. I'm so glad to see the statistics for you all to call and listen to the message. God bless you. I pray that the word of God, amen. Enrich your soul. Don't pay any attention 
to the person whom I am. But please take these words serious this morning. You know, I have the opportunity to have mega church. It's nothing to go get a church. It's nothing to fill a church. All I have to do is let you come in there and do everything you want to do. If you drink, do drugs, live a illicit lifestyle, do anything, let you in and pat you on the back and pray for you and tell you God bless you. Don't forget to pay your tithes and offer it. We're trying to build. I have no time for all that ready. You know, I know that the Father, he has a word. And the word, hallelujah, if it touch one soul, that's good enough for me. Hallelujah. The Father speaks about leaving the one, leaving the 99, and going after the one. So I'm grateful this morning. I know that this word worked. It's been proven. I've seen the outcome of the word, and I'll give you some short testimonies here shortly. But I want to go into the opening scripture this morning. If I can, this scripture is found in Isaiah 61. May the Lord had a blessing to the hearers and the hearing of this word. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to hear the broken hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, give them beauty for ashes, to all of joy for mourning, the government of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Hallelujah. He wants to be glorified in all that we do. Glory to God. I need to get my sinus cleared up this morning. Let us go to the book of Deuteronomy. You know, we, 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 we haven't forgotten where we stopped it. We stopped uh, over right at first... Um, First John, and we never uh, gotten to the beginning of it. Uh, and that's been a week ago. But the Lord took me from First John to Leviticus 26, and He brought me to Deuteronomy. I didn't know that all this, uh, uh, you know, uh, it has been always unfair to us Israelites uh, from day one. You know, and then man uh, on the outside looking in. So I tell you that you're a Gentile, but I'm going to show you who you are in the book of Deuteronomy. I'm going to show you why this attack has come upon us. I'm going to show you why we went through all of what we went through. I'm going to show you, and I'm going to show you the only way to stop it, one way to stop the murdering of our people. And I want to thank our Gentile race, amen, Caucasians, and all others beside us Israelites that support this cause and does not support the cause, amen. Uh, I have no respect for no man that takes anyone's life. You know, uh, I don't like cats, but you can bet for sure, you know, I bought a BB gun. I won't even shoot the cat. Why? 
because I have compassion for that cat. You know, if I shoot that cat in the toe, you know, I wouldn't shoot it to kill it. If I did shoot it, I would shoot it in the toe. I don't shoot the cat. I don't give the cat anything to drink. Uh, some folks, they uh, talk about, give them some, give them some, give them some, uh, give them some antifreeze. I said, that's not right. So we as a people, I'm talking about the whole creation, human, we won't do things to animals. Cats and dogs, we rescue cats and dogs off the streets and care for them. What about humans? You know, our people run around talking about black lives matters. I'm not black lives. I'm human life. Human life matters. Those police officers' lives matters. Those 50-some people in Orlando, Florida, lives matters. Your life matters. I don't have a one-sided message or one-sided gospel. My message this morning is the same message that I preach every morning. It's just that this one here that the Lord had me to come into last week, it's speaking directly to one specific people, and that is the people of Israel. It is the tribe, the Levites, the Haitians, the Dominicans, the Latinos, which are Cuban, the Central American, the, uh, I got them all down there, uh, maybe before the end of the program, I will give you uh, who these peoples are that are the 12 tribes of Israel. Don't let no one play you down. I tell you that you're not uh, an Israelite. Now, for those Jews who call themselves Jews, Revelation 2.3 and Revelation 3.2, it speaks about those so-called Jews. But the book of Deuteronomy this morning is speaking to a nation. And I want you to think about this nation of people coming through Exodus how that Moses had trouble with these people. How that they grieved the heart of God. So I want you to keep in mind the consequences of disobedience. Thank you, Father. The consequences, excuse me, you are, for disobedience. I'm going to pick up where I left off from, but I want you all to go back to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. You start at the first verse, and you read and get an understanding of what the Word is saying here. But I'm going to go back to where I stopped at, which was Deuteronomy 28, and... uh, You all please forgive me. My God. Lord, just take this alley away. Just take it away and let it be be done with. Rid me of it. And I give you the praise and glory for it right now. Hallelujah. Be gone. Let's start right about the ninth verse. 
Let's go back to eight. We stopped at at, at, at fifteen, but we're gonna go back again so that we can get uh, uh, some footage. Deuteronomy twenty eight chapter. He's speaking to Israel concerning blessings on obedience, and we told you Leviticus twenty six one to thirteen and Deuteronomy seven chapter twelve to twenty four would also be other scriptures that could correlate, that could coincide with what we're talking about here in the book of Deuteronomy. So I want you to I want you to get your Bibles and I am going to show you I am going to show you exactly what the Lord says concerning Israel. He's always talking to Israel. From the book of Genesis to Malachi, uh, he was talking to Israel, talking to one nation, talking to one people. Uh, he, he, he took Israel into himself a holy, a peculiar people. And Israel began to act like the heathens whom that he sent them out to uh, be a role model to. Instead of us modeling for Israel, modeling for, amen, hallelujah, the Most High, we began to do exactly and we sought for ourselves easy ways and we wanted, hallelujah, someone to speak to us in the midst of error, but not refute or tell us about our sins. And this type of lifestyle always leads us further and further into rebellion. And we see here, amen, in the verse of Scripture, and Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, uh, the 8th verse, it says, the Lord will command and bless his own you and your storehouse, and all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Remember, the Most High was giving you your own land. So he's giving you the land. Amen. He told Abraham that your seed would be as many as the sand of the sea. And how that he was going to bless you and, amen, carry you on eagle's wings and do all these wonderful things for, amen, the people of Israel. God, amen, the Most High, he intended to give us what we need. And we shouldn't have to, amen, go to no man begging. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, sir. Hallelujah. We are talking about what happened to Israel, what happened to a nation of people, and what's going on right now in this very hour. The reason for all of the trouble that Israel is suffering, it's not about black lives matters. It's about human matters. God is concerned. The Most High is concerned about life. He's concerned about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. He's concerned about life. 
But we want to find out this morning why all this tragedy and why all this trouble befell us and, 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 and why we get shot down in the streets and why we on drugs and crack cocaine and, and killing our children and, and why? Why would the child of the Most High God suffer so much unrighteousness and wickedness? Well, I know I have the answer, and I know I'm right in time this morning because when the Lord told me to leave First John, I went, I left out of Second Peter, and come into First John last week, and I have never ever gotten started. He took me to the Book of Leviticus. Excuse me. He took me to the Book of Leviticus, the twenty-sixth chapter. He began to talk to me. He said, "Now come back to Deuteronomy." And here we are this morning, we're dealing with these blessings on obedience, which you find those in the beginning of Deuteronomy, the 28th verse, verse, speaks about all the blessings. And I backed it up. I'm at the first 15th verse. I'm getting ready to do the curses. But I kind of want to back up and give you all the footage so that you'll know that I did come with the blessing first. And this is the way the Lord is. You've given us an opportunity to walk in blessings this morning. We can rearrange, let me send it to Facebook right quick. We can rearrange our thinking and begin to think, you know, why is all this telling us? You know, you know, why? Let me put on here why so that the people know what this is about this morning. Why we? Why we, God? And maybe they'll take a listen to the program. Maybe they will because I know that they they never commented on nothing I put on Facebook. I don't care. Obviously, it must be right. If I was putting something on Facebook about a man, I went to a kitty bar and I had a bunch of lap dancers, some pictures of some lap dancers. Oh, they would comment on that. You see how twisted Israel has gotten to me. That's the reason for this message this morning. This message is not just to us Israelites, but it's also to you Gentiles. And when I say Gentiles, that's any race that is outside of the Hebrew Israelite uh, that still from the 12 tribes of Israel. Within that 12 tribes of Israel, I told you, Cuba, Puerto Rico, uh, even 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 some of some of the people that in lands like over in Asia, yep, we were driven everywhere. And this word this morning that I'm going to get into, I'm going to show you why we come up on the vicious attack and murder. I mean, let's 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 not think that it just started, you know, last week. Now this stuff went on in the 1800s. They had uh, ropes. They see in eighteen hundreds they had chains around our neck. And see sixteen hundreds to the eighteen hundreds they had chains around our necks. Eighteen hundred they had ropes around our necks. Nineteen hundred they had bullets in our chest. Now, I'm gonna show you this morning where the problem is. You can march on Capitol Hill, you can march on Blueberry Hill, you can march hills until you're dead in your grave, until a, a holy people return to the Father. You know, you got to understand now, 
if God is a God of love and a God of retribution, do you think that he's supposed to let me just go out here and just, just sex the world up with my sin, my attitude, my ways? No. Who's going to be uh, who gonna be a living sacrifice? Who, who, who are we going to look at to know what holiness is about? What, uh, uh, who's going to be the role model? We need a role model. And I am the role model. You are the role model. You can't look to Jesus. You can look to him, but don't look upon him like, oh, Jesus, help me. He can't help you this morning if you don't help yourself. You got to help yourself with this word. And I made up my mind, I don't care about your feelings. He ain't caring about my feelings. He cared about my feelings. I can't go out here and, 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 and run up and down the road and dip stuff and, and run rabbits. and You know, he ain't going to have it. He called me. He said, I call a holy people, a peculiar people. I call you unto me. He said, and you've widowed every hill and you've hoarded you prostituted my word, and you robbed my people, maligned them, and got them thinking that it's all about prosperity and running and swinging on chandeliers. He said, get off them chandeliers this morning. And come to me and let me show you what I want. I'm off the chandeliers, and I'm getting ready to learn what he wants this morning. You all come on and learn with me this morning. You know, it's all about learning. He said, and learn of me, Matthew 11, 28. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And I'm going to give you rest, take my yoke upon you, for my burden is light, my yoke is easy, and I'm running out of time. The word says, the Lord will commend the blessings on you and the storehouse and all of which you set your hand to do, whatever you do. You're supposed to be blessed to do it. So don't come to me this morning talking about I'm cursed. You're not cursed. Which you put your hand in. Maybe you put your hand in the wrong stuff. You put your hand in the wrong stuff, he's not going to let his blessings go down to that stuff with you. You're going to have to, amen, come up out of your stuff this morning, and you're going to have to repent of your sin, your unrighteousness. You're going to have to forsake it, turn from it, get away from it, amen, and run to a holy God. Hallelujah that's able to deliver you from all this stuff this morning. It's just a bunch of stuff, a bunch of rhetoric, a bunch of promiscuity, a bunch of mess. My God, from glory. Why we won't just turn to a holy God, hallelujah. Why we can't just say, Lord, it's me, Lord. Jeremiah said, we have sinned. My message to the world this morning is that we have sinned and came short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. And we need to be healed this morning. We need to be delivered and made free this morning. Hallelujah. And if the Son can make you free, glory to God. Hallelujah. If the Son will make you free, you will be free indeed. Whatever you put your hand to do from this day forth, hallelujah, it's going to turn to a blessing. The Bible said, cleanse your hands. He said, and James said, hallelujah, double-minded man has been saved in all of his ways. And don't you think you're going to get anything from the Lord? That's part of what's going on this morning. 
we want to hold the gospel in one hand and to hold our murderer weapons in the other hand, our crack cocaine, our prostitution, hallelujah, all of these different things they've had. I know God. I know the man upstairs. You obviously don't know him because he's a God person, a God of wrath. Hallelujah. He killed some of the Israelites, amen. But they said, we don't want you, Moses. We want to talk to God for ourselves. Account to him for yourself this morning. My God, for glory. It's almost time for us to report to the master. And we're not ready. We're not fit to live and sure not ready to die. My God, for glory. Jesus. Why is all the suffering? You're so afraid to leave out of your house because they're shooting up on the corner. Took the Bible out of the hand of the Israelites and gave them God. God to defend himself, but to kill one another. Well, if y'all can kill each other, we can too. No, you're a lie. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. It's also consequence for you, you murderer. Bible said, he that liveth by the sword shall die by it. He that killeth shall be killed. Don't think that God is sleeping. Ain't nothing you can do about the population of, of the Israelites that try and kill them, amen. When they were coming out of the womb, the midwife said, we're not going to do that. Trying to kill us all day long, hallelujah. We ain't going to die, we're going to multiply. Because why? Because the Most High say right here in the Word right here, hallelujah. Wake up, people. My people, wake up. And I'm not talking about just the Israelites. I'm talking about all of you all that want to live and want to have life. You need to wake up and have a strong messenger. Amen. Deliver the Word of God to you. To tell you why tuberculosis, why cancer, why all these sickness clean to the bone of humanity. Hallelujah. Said, I want to let your hands be blessed this morning. He said, and then I want to bless the land which the Lord your God has given you. We have an automatic blessing, my family. Gentiles, you all alike. Yeah, I'm going to tell this word like it is. I know what's wrong with all the peoples in the world. They don't want to see a group of people rise to the top. You've always tried to suppress. This is not a racist message. This is a real message. You have always suppressed us. It's not meant by God for no man to be slave to another man. Right here in America today, every person here is a slave to this system. Your own Social Security number, hallelujah, they gave your mom a copy of the birth certificate and she walked away with a baby and a copy. And they took your original and held it up in lieu of financial debt. And you have a debt on your neck this morning. Hallelujah. But our debt been paid in full. I got this brother calling me tonight to take this call. Hallelujah. Am I still connected, brother? Do I need to swap again? 
Let me see. Let me listen to your mother. Speaker going, praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm connected. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People's calling me everywhere. That's a soul that the Lord is going to the kingdom right there. Hallelujah. You know, God is looking for, God has put me with men 65 and 75 years old because these are the elders. These are the elders, and that's who I've been with. I've been with 55, 65, 75, and 85. And that's who I'm with because he's going to have to take these elders to come and stand out here on the streets with me, hallelujah, so that we can get this message delivered unto the people so the people can hear and understand, bless you, get for, can hear and understand the reason for all of this suffering and all this, you know, you people need to come together, unify, amen. It's not, it doesn't matter, amen, what origin you are. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, homosexual, broke down, cracked out, troubled. It don't matter. He specializes in making us what he wants. Lord, if you want me, you know, when I had the pistol to my head, amen, I didn't pull the trigger, the thing ain't shot. I said, uh huh. I said, Lord, if you want this life, you take it. Other than that, I got the power. And when I picked it up that third time, <laughs> I was looking for a pain. And, brother, this is what happened. This is what happened. With a 44 pistol to my head, hallelujah, I died. And when I rose up, glory to God, hallelujah, I started acting like this and talking like this. And I've been this way a long time, hallelujah. My kids were 12 years old, and now they're 29 and 30. So it's been a long time, hallelujah. I've been preaching the gospel since I was 19 years old. I'm 57 today, hallelujah. And I've never carried a wide-down message. They never liked me in the church, hallelujah. They, they love the word that I preach, but me as a person, they didn't like it. And I don't care because I'm going to tell it to you just like it is this morning. Yeah, all that marching stuff that's going on, Mr. Shark, it ain't going to get you nowhere because you ain't came back to the Father. What makes people think that they can just stand up and call on God and march and all this? God is the way letting them kill you. Now, you take it like I said it. I meant what I said, and I'm going to prove it to you in the Word. Let me get on down in the Word because i got to go this morning. I'm going to prove it to you. Who let the police shoot you? I'm going to show you right here because you know God ain't going to let nothing happen. But guess what? We're killing each other with drugs. We're killing each other on the corners. we shoot. You know, they let a retired, mentally retired man get a gun, but you go in there and buy one of them doggone me rifles, they're not going to let you get it when you pay for it. You pay, you better pay cash for it and hope you get out of there with what you need it for anyhow. I got one, but it's for shooting them deers because I'm going to eat him. I can't eat you. I am not going to be hunting people's lives. I'm not even going to kill you for it, man. Get it out of my yard. I ain't going to put no gun at you. I'm not going to, you know, I have a dog. I sit my dog out there and I come behind my dog. Let my dog check you first. If I'm out fishing, my dog going to be fishing. When I'm out washing my car, my dog is out there watching with me. Because I know that the world is evil. Let's get into this word this morning. I want to show you this morning, Mr. Sharp, the problem. And if I don't finish this morning, I will be back again if the Lord lets me live because the Lord took me out of 1 John, brought me back over here to Deuteronomy, and I want you all to look at Deuteronomy uh, 28 chapter. I want you to look at Leviticus 26, 1 to 13, and Deuteronomy 7, 
chapters 12 to the uh, uh, 24th verse. I want you to look at it because I want you to see the problem that we're dealing with so that hopefully we can turn our hearts back to the Most High, to the Most High God. And as we begin to turn our hearts back to the Most High God, see me, I'm not worried about getting shot down. Whether I had a pistol or not, it ain't happening. You know why? Because the Most High knows that I'm, I want to obey you, Lord. He's not going to allow nothing. I mean, sickness may come, amen. I may get robbed of something, amen. So far, it ain't happening all the years I've been living. No one broke in my house. No one robbed me. No one did anything to me. It is not because I'm protected by smitten blessing. I am protected by the Most High. And I'm grateful this morning. You know, I don't want to come in here and preach this kind of stuff. You know, I tell God, I said, Lord, why I can't just be like the rest of the preachers and preach Mary had a little lamb? You know, everybody like that one. Mary had a little lamb. Everywhere we entered, the lamb was sure to go. But one day, one day, I know you like that, but I don't like it. Because it ain't taking me nowhere. You know, I get some money on that sermon. You know, maybe I preach the woman at the well with all them husbands. Maybe I can get some money from that message. I'm not looking for no money. I don't, I'm not looking for no one to give me a dime. The most I take good care of me, hallelujah, and I'm going to take care of this word the best of my knowledge. Man, I'm trying to get back to the scripture. Oh, that coach. Come on, let's take this on down here. You all deal with the rest of the verses. I'm going on back to 15 where I left off at. And I want to show you, please, you all, Facebook, speaker, out to my listeners in the U.K., out over, amen, in Japan, God bless you. I want you to hear and understand that the same thing is happening here in America, amen, to the Israelite people, to my race of people, amen. It's also is going to start happening to everybody. Because we have one group of people that have forever. See, you think that Rome died, that Rome died. You think that Rome, that the people's dead. Yeah, 18 to 16 to 15, all that, they'll die. But what about their children? Do you think, amen, that a Roman is going to become an Israelite? No. He's going to cling to who he are. And Rome, that is a, a statue in America that is erected, which is a Roman statue. America was built and founded, amen, up on this British relationship by Rome. So you're just in a place that is not yours. Every person in America today, you don't belong here. Remember, America was no man land. So let's go to the word. Deuteronomy 28.15, and I'm watching my time. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord, yeah your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Curse shall you be in the city, curse shall you be in the country, curse shall you be in the, uh, curse shall be your basket and your eating bowl. Curse shall be the fruit of your body and the product of your land. The increase of your cow, the offspring of your flock, curse shall you be when you come in, cursed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will send you cursing, confusion, and rebuke in all that you set your hands to do until you are destroyed, until 
you perish quickly because of the wickedness of your joy and which you have forsaken me. Now, I don't want to elaborate too much on this, but we'll come back and we'll deal with that. I just want to read over it real quick to give you, just let you understand the reason why all of this shooting and stuff, and you Gentiles that are loving it, don't think that you're not going to get retribution too. Do not think that you're going to walk away because God is allowing you to do this thing. Amen. You know, we look at things like, well, why would Judas, the Lord knew Judas was a thief and knew Judas was going to betray him. Why? Because somebody got to do it. Now, for our rebellion, somebody got to do what he said. He said, you're going to be confused. You're going to be rebuked. I'm going to pursue you. Now, look what he says here. The Lord will make the plague cling to you, high blood pressure, uh, 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 until he has consumed you, diabetes, from the land which you are going to possess. The Lord will strike you with constipation, uh, with fever, with inflammation, with severe burning fever, and the sword, and with the sword of other people, he's going to stick that sword in you because you rebel. I know you don't like the message, you Baptist people, but it is what it is. Don't come telling me about I'm no Gentile. It is right here in the Word telling you who you are. Now, hold on. We're going to go down here a little bit further. With according, he said, I'm going to shoot you with a burning feet, with the sword, and with scorching, and with mildew, they will pursue you until you perish. And your heavens, which are over your head, shall be broad, and the earth, which is under your feet, shall be iron. The Lord will charge, charge the rain. Of the land to uh, land to ponder and dust from the heaven, it shall come down on you until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. Hello, you're going to be defeated. You shall go out one way against them and three seven ways before them. You're going to be on the run, and you shall become troublesome to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your carcass shall be food for all the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth, and no one shall fight them away. Nobody cares about you laying in the streets. No one cares. But, oh, Father, we have a king. And all he's saying is, if you're a king kid this morning, you need to hear this word right here. I'm telling you the problem. Don't be praying to God for the killing to stop. That's the wrong prayer. The right prayer is Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people are called by my name, humble themselves, seek my face, pray, turn from their wicked ways, repent their sin, then when I hear from heaven, I'm gonna hear the Lord and forgive sin this morning. Hallelujah. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I know this word is right is the only way to stop the sin is to repent. The Lord will strike you with balls of Egypt, with tumors, and with scars, and with the itch from which you cannot be healed. The Lord will strike you with madness and blindness and confusion of heart. A real good I mean, Jesus came. He made a better way. Don't you get caught up on that Jesus stuff. I ain't been even listen to you. I didn't say I didn't believe in Yahshua, but his name sure wasn't Jesus. I'm just out of the box this morning. I'm pretending like it is, 
I'm tired of sugarcoating. I'm tired of backing down. I'm tired of giving you half of what it is. I'm giving it all to you this morning. And you should quote it Monday, noonday, and as a blind man quote in darkness. You shall not prosper in your way. You shall be only oppressed and funded continue, and no one shall save you. Ain't nobody going to save you. Okay, I'm going to march you, march you know. You still going to be punished for your sin. You turn away from the holy God, for the triumphant God. You turn your heart to sin and look silly. You fight with the Babylonian king, buy everything under the sun. You smell like sin. You look like sin. You are still a hypocrite this morning because you know the things of God, but you won't do them. And I don't want to preach this gospel. I don't want to preach it. I don't want to preach it. But I'm like Jeremiah. Word shut up in me. I've got to get it out. I've got to tell it. I can't sleep at night. For all these thoughts coming in my mind as I look at the television set and people are killing people just as much. What you going to do about the people's killing people? He didn't say the police only going to pursue you. He said and they will pursue you. Father, a brother, and a son out fishing last night, yesterday. And another Israelite came up there and shot the older one and the gun jammed on the other two. And he ran off. I hear you saying, stop the killing. Now, stop your sinning. The killing automatically will stop. I want you to understand this morning, I am trying to be humorous. I'm trying to not be so, but I'm tired. I'm just so tired of every day, same old stuff over and over. Everybody's in trouble. Nobody want to turn to God. We turn to God like this. Lord, Father, we pray this morning that you would deliver God us and stop the killing, oh, God. We need you this morning. Stretch forth your hand, Jesus. Don't even pray that prayer. God ain't listening to that. All that stuff y'all do, stop it. Let's start telling the people, let us get right with God. Let us get right with Yah. Let us turn to the true God this morning. Let us forsake our religion and our ways. And let us come to him. And I'm going to come down a little further, and then I'm going to close this out so that I can get over here and do what the Lord has given me to do. And you shall grope at noonday as a blind man grope in darkness. That means you're going to be wandering, looking stupid and you shall not prosper in your ways, and you shall be only oppressed and plundered continually, and no man shall save you. That right there said that you're going to be chased, and ain't nobody going to save you. See, um, Martin Luther King didn't save you. Mark of God just didn't save you. Hey, for one Savior, you know, why don't we just stop, look, and listen to the preacher? I'm telling you what you need this morning. We need to turn to God. You know, I said, Lord, uh, I'll do whatever you want me to do. If you want me to become a pastor, you know, and preach. You know, I was out coming home from a family reunion, and I, and I stood and I told, they were talking about 
uh, uh, Black Lives Matter. That's it, all lives matter. Let's stop that Black Lives Matter stuff. God is concerned about all life. We don't care who you are, where you come from. If you're homosexual, he's concerned. you lesbian, he's concerned. you bestiality, he's concerned. Because he wants to rid the world of sin anyhow. So he ain't just single out after one somebody. You know, and I told him our biggest problem was is that we as a nation, we spend our money everywhere. And if the people don't like us, you know they don't like you. They throw your money to you and stuff. Why spend your money with them? They discount you. You know, stop it. I gave them scriptures. And and the guy, he walked up to the truck as I was leaving from the gas pump, and he stopped me. He said, what were those scriptures at? He wanted that word. I told him, I was here 13. He said, I'm going to read the world of sin. He said, I'm going to make me a man. Why don't you let him make you this morning? Let him make you a man. I got one more scripture I'm going to read, and then I'm going to let the man of God come. I don't want to close out uh, guest four. Uh, if you would, state who you are if you need any prayer this morning before we close out. Amen. We usually get in here in the morning time at 6 o'clock. Sometimes I can't get my computer to operate right, so just bear with me. I'll be in here sometime. And we try to come in at 7.30 in the evening with my daughter. She's 13 years old. And our program is called Shama Speaks. She usually teaches on disobedience and how to be obedient to parents, so I praise God for her. My last scripture for this morning is the 30th verse. You shall be thrown away, but another man shall lie with her. You shall build a house, but you shall not dwell in it. You shall plant a vineyard, but you shall not gather its grape. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Your donkey shall be violated, taken away from, from before you, and you shall not be restored. To, it shall not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies and you shall have no one to rescue you. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people, and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all day long, and there shall be no strange in your, no strength in your head. A nation whom you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land and the product of your labor, America, and you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually. You shall, you shall, you shall be driven mad because of the sight which your eyes see. You shall be driven mad. Anyone mad this morning, man of God, I want to open the lines this morning. Get full if you have any comments or requests, uh, put it on the board. Uh, if you would, state your name and where you're from. Uh, Minister Sharp, God bless you this morning, man of God. Amen. I'm just hoping that you can hear me, brother, because I'm still on the front. I'll be off the front. I'll be on the front. You are hitting right on it. The Bible says that the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of the life. That's what it is right there. You're hitting right on it. Your tongue is like a minister said. It's a good thing to the teachers. And I'm through with that. Hallelujah. Well, I tell you what, man of God, I got to have a meeting with you. Uh, kind of keep up with me a little bit. You know, I'm busy. Yeah, that guy called on the line telling me, man, where you at? <laughs> That's somebody that God is reforming. I said, Lord, you send me to some of the some of the people that no, nobody want to deal with them. I mean, when you don't have zero friends, it's not because all the time that you, you know, at that kind of person. It's just some people don't know the way, brother. And if they don't know the way, you got to suffer with them, you know, because the Lord, he wants to use the weak 
to obtain the things of strength. And I'm blessed this morning. I mean, I'm 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 just aggravated, man. I'm just tired of all this rhetoric, all this, you know, marching and stuff. They don't take that. You know, why everybody don't just fall down, prostrate on their knees while they stand in the middle of the street, just lay down and cry to God, Lord, we're sorry, we repent. Oh, God, you know, take this from amongst us. And he'll do that. You know, start talking about him. Shut down some of these bars and stuff. You understand me? Let's grab some of these young men that are selling drugs on the street corner. And just tell them, you know, if the, if a holy God don't change your man, I can't. But if you're willing to listen and befriend me and allow me around you, then, uh, hey, let it be. So I'm grateful this morning, man, of God. I'm so grateful, man. And uh, uh, I'm probably going to have to start helping Shama preach in the evening program because I see right now, you know, I, every morning I say I ain't going to call in. You know, I'm not going to open up this morning. But it's not me. You know, when the Holy Spirit is, is walking and living inside of you, he's going to get you in to do what you need to do. And so along with my computer shutting down and all that, I can't get on, he'd make a way for me to get on. He'd make me take that telephone, throw the program on through the telephone, and they were, uh, just come and just do it that way. So I'm grateful, and I, and I love him this morning. I thank him keeping me. I thank him for teaching me and for molding me and shaping and making me. Guess what? You know, that's called the spirit of rebellion. If I asked you, and that's what the problem is this morning, we that God has given the position to, we ask you to do something, you won't do it. You know, and so what you're doing, guess what? And I'm just being straight with everybody. You know, I'm I'm just tired of sugarcoating stuff. What you're doing, guess what? If I ask you to state, you don't have to state who you are if you don't want to, but you could at least say good morning. I was looking for you to post something in the chat. You didn't call in. You're in the chat. You're hiding. I love you, though. So if you don't want to post nothing, I ain't angry with you, you know. But it makes me think that, that you are one of my friends out there, you understand me. You just snuck in the room, and you're listening in, but you don't want to put down who you are. And I'm going to start being that away because you got to think about it. I don't have anything to lose. You know I love you. If I didn't love you, I'd be talking real crazy about it. But it ain't nothing but love going to come from me. I love you guys for, amen, I want you to come back again tomorrow and get the continuation. But I want you to look into the book of Leviticus, well, 26 chapters from 1 to 13, and I want you to look at Deuteronomy, the 7th chapter, the 12th verse to the 34th verse, and I want you to continue to look, amen, and see why all these things are fulfilling a nation of people. Now, you got to think about it. This ain't just started happening, you know, in 330. They were the Byzantines, and they were over... They were the emperor in Rome. What happened? They didn't run the they didn't run the Godhead like they should have. They let the enemy come in, and uh, so they had to get out. God said He'll give you over to your enemy, and that's what He's been doing. This word is true. If the people would believe this word, they can be healed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Father, I thank you this morning for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard. I do hereby ask you, Father, that you give us strength today to go and do thy good and perfect will. Look upon us this morning, Father, as we lead to go into this land. Father, Lord, keep us, Father, from sin and just keep us, Lord, in the perfect way, Father. We ask for healing for the land. We ask you to look upon those that are marching over this uh, uh, murder. As if murder just started this year, Lord, this thing has been going on for thousands of years, Father. That's why they killed Yahshua, Father, Lord. They didn't want it. Father, I pray, O oh God, that we will turn our hearts back to you, Father, this day. 
The Lord bless every listener of the word. Let's get full this morning. We ask that you bless her and touch her, Father. Move upon her, Father. Lord. Move through and in and out of her. Lord, bring healing and deliverance for her heart, mind, and soul today. I ask you for restoration for their home, Father. Lord. Put back the pieces that have been torn and broken apart, Father. You know how, Father. You know what to do, Father. Lord. You're the most high. And we leave it in your hands this morning, Father. We thank you for paving the way for us. Open up a financial avenue for your peoples of God. Get Minister Shark, Lord. You know what he needs this morning. I don't even have to amen call it out. We've called it, Father. Lord, we say thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for his mirror, for his mirror bearer running over. We thank you for the blessing of the Lord, chasing him down, Father Lord. Cover him with your blessing. Wait, let your healing rest upon his family this morning, Father. I thank you, Father Lord, that there's no fear in the man of God, even though he walked through the valley of the shadow of death. More murders happen out there on his side of town than anywhere in, the, in, in Houston, Texas. But he's walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but there's no fear in him this morning. Father, thank you, Father, that the man of God is willing to stand for righteousness this morning. I thank you that if he and I go out in the streets of Houston and all over the world preaching the gospel, Father, that God, you will take care of us. Father, until we meet again, we ask you the grace and mercy of our Lord and Savior, Yahshua, Hamashiach, when we call Jesus the Christ, best rule and abide with us henceforth and forevermore until we meet again. Hallelujah. God bless you. Again, this is Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.